Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number 31. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. Hosting for this episode is provided by Gameology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. And thank so, you. today we're going to be talking about deception. Murder and, in Hong Kong. And Flamel Rouge, which well, I'll, tell you, Rouge. I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay. Um, how have you been? Um, a little bit sick the other night. Yeah, you've been a, feeling a bit off. And we've been busy in the holidays. Oh, busy. we've been away. We haven't done a podcast for two, three weeks, so that's Holiday break. Well, we did have holidays. We've been away. We can't. We went away. We went away for a week. We, we, we had a tent there. We stayed in the tent, listened to mm. um Lord. the audio book of Lord of the Rings each mm. night. And then we watched a movie last night. Oh, yeah, you watched a movie last night. What did you think of the movie? Good. Yeah, good. I think we should have listened to the whole thing. Well, we nearly have. No, do you know why? Mm. Because then we could tell Mika when something bad's happening. Oh, yeah. Like, she had to to watch one of the bad things. Now, I haven't read the book, but listening to the audio book, which is amazing, uh, at this point, I'm still preferring the book over the movie. So, there you go. Um, Yeah, and we've been so busy, so... And we got to play a Starfinder in amongst all that as well. Uh, Now, I made a little list here of the games we played while we were away. So, I'll go through a few of them anyway. We got to play Flame Rouge. We did that like five times. It's a good game. Which was cool. Um, We played Deception a few times. We played Cosmic Encounters. Did you you play that? Yeah, you missed out. Spectre Ops. I got to play that because someone dropped out. Um, King of Tokyo a few times, Lords of Waterdeep, you didn't play that one, and Nick got to play with the expansion, I didn't, um, yeah, I know, Spyfall, did you play that when we played? played Australia, we got that out, I didn't get to play that, I played Terraforming Mars solo, I wanted to play that, since you were all playing, oh, that's when they were all playing Lords of Waterdeep. We played Architects of the West Kingdom. We also played that Ice Cool game a couple of times. Oh, yeah, you kids played the Ice Cool game. Um, We played For Sale, Potion Explosion, Dead of Winter. Dead of Winter. I was watching that game. You were voted out so quickly. I know why. I think it's just become a thing where if I don't do exactly what they say, boom, you're out. But, But also, Dave... He was collecting lots and lots of people, so you guys had to feed so many things. Yeah, I know. So they they all were getting to do what they wanted, and I was like, well, I'm going to do this if one person dies because of that. You're all doing what you want. I want to do what I want. Well, you... That's then they voted me out, but I won, because my mission was easier than theirs. What was it? Um, Have four tools in there, in your hand at the end of the game, or something like that. But also... um. You showed me that one, but I didn't get enough time to read. Yeah, I know. Um, that's because we started a bit earlier this time. Uh, that game, uh, uh, it's so hard. I enjoy it, but you are uh, you. If you want to play the game as a game where it's me against you, we want to beat the board, but also I want to be the winner out of us two. And you want to complete your mission. It's do you either just want to all win the game first, and if anyone wins, bonus, or do you want to? I want to beat you, it's, no, no, it's hard. It's basically a game where you could go, like, I want to beat you and you, but not you, but then I want to complete our goal. It's basically like you can choose who you want to beat and 
you always want to beat the goal. Yeah, and we didn't have a betrayer in that one, just coincidentally, but they all voted me off pretty quick again. I saw that. It was like the... So anyway, I'm still up and down about that game. How many Uh, rounds were left? Uh... Another one, another one round. We when completed the mission. Out. Oh, when we, only two two rounds were gone out of six. So, and you only get five turns or six turns. You um, out we also played weird. Rising Sun. Now that game ended up one one of the players was not happy at all at playing like the it. game. Did they not never like to play it. it again. Never playing it again. She was saying that from the start. Um, I was having a good day. And we were playing five players. Yeah, I really like that game. I do too. So, Apart from um, the only spike, that's the thing I hate about it. Yeah, well, you can take you, that out. You can choose to take him out, which is good. And uh, so anyway, I enjoy that game. And we've yeah. played that fine. Yeah, I like we've it. We've played that at home. And the we other game... we played it three-player, except you, got an, I, you annoyed me a lot. The yeah, the lady that the lady that played doesn't like Rising Sun, though, but she likes Terraforming Mars, and she likes a lot of worker placement type games. Um, and she loves Dead of Winter too, so I'm not sure why. Um, Our Rising Sun's Rising pretty good. Rising Sun's a miss. Okay. So should we move on to that? That was pretty much all the games that I we like played. There's still a hundred more to go. I know. Oh, we didn't get to play your train anyway. Hmm. We you took. To we took. We need to get your Treasure Mountain out, and Dave, we need to Dave get Harry wanted, Potter out again. Dave wanted us to take out um, Trains Rising Sun. Did he? Yeah. All right. Uh, no, no. He wanted us to take um, Treasure Mountain. Yeah. Okay. Game. All right. Make sure so, you're staying close to the microphone there, sir. Now we're going to talk about Deception. Deception is a game for four to twelve players. It's rated at seven point five. Mm. Um. It says community five to twelve best with six to eight players. I would agree with that. Um. I think it plays well at a big player count. Mm. I, Six I seems really to be like an it. amount that we normally... Well, I don't think we've played before, but it doesn't seem too good because like, nah. there's three investigators and then you just find out who the murderer is quickly. Yeah, you can play in four, but it becomes more obvious because there's less of the little cards that, mm. to option. Anyway, keep going. We'll get to it's that. It's really good with those number of players, six to eight, though. Mm-hmm. And 20 minutes playing time. Yep. That's for a probably... For one, yeah. It could be for, like, sometimes if you get them done pretty quickly. Well, I need to record all our plays. Now, that each time good. you just play one game and find one murderer, is, does that count as a game? Or is it a session? I've counted it as a session. Because in that one session, you might play three or four times and it might take an hour. Well, so, it's as a murderer. Anyway. If someone revealed what they were because they didn't quite get it, I'm like, Argh! I got all angry because I wanted to do that thing. I wanted to do the one where you were the murderer. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It got, it got, it got a bit annoying because, like, they didn't get it. And then it was the same one over and over again. The same thing over Okay, and over keep going. With, where are you up to? Um, so it's age 14 plus, community 12 plus, mm-hmm. weight 1.59. Yeah, not too heavy. Out of five. So not too hard. Um, this is a Grey Fox game, so we're the ones that are making our zombie game that's coming, um... Hey, what about our ratings? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that I'll at the end. deal with that at the end, then. So, Deception Murdering Hong Kong is a game of deduction and deception for 4 to 12. Plays in 20 minutes, like you said. 
Um, so in the game, the players take on the role of investigators attempting to solve a murder case. But there's a twist. The killer is one of the investigators. So each player's role and team are randomly assigned at the start of play. Uh, they include the unique roles of the forensic scientist, um, a witness if there's enough players, the investigators, a murderer, and accomplice. So depending on the number of people and what format you want to use, you can mix it up a bit. Um, while all the investigators attempt to find out the truth, the murderer's team must deceive and mislead. Um, so it's a battle of wits, they're saying here. So depending if you use the witness. And the first many times we played, we just always played forensic scientist, who's the person who I've gives out that. the clues. I've been that person. It was pretty hard. Like the ghost in Mysterium? The, the person that chose the murderer. But the murderer chose really difficult cards to go off of. Yeah. So I'm like, Ugh, I need someone that wasn't playing to help me with that. Yeah, it always depends so, on what ones are, are out. Um, okay, well, here we go. So the forensic scientist, they have the... Solution, but can express the clues only using the special scene tiles um, while the investigators and the murderer attempt to interpret the evidence. Uh, in order to exceed, the investigators must not only deduce the truth from the clues of the forensic scientist, they must also see through the misdirection being in injected into the equation by the murderer and accomplice. So often it might be, okay... Um, the way the person died or at the scene or whatever, and it might say, um, bloody. I don't like being the accomplice. It gets a bit annoying. You need to... a little bit. Um, so if it says bloody, and then you go, okay, uh, there's only about four items out on the table that could be bloody, so you start point looking at them, and then the next clue might be playground, or there's a toy. So then one of those people on their eight cards that they have in front of them, might be a toy. So, did we say you're given, each person is given four... Um, four, re four murdering, we four weapons. Yeah, four. And four um, blue cards, which are... At the scene. Uh, no, red's at the scene, blue's murdered with. Yeah, so it might be or like a saw or a poison of mercury or arsenic or... Um, an axe, a video game console. Well, I think it was a PlayStation. Oh, yeah, or PlayStation. Um, it was PlayStation. Unlimited things. It's got massive amount of massive pile of cards, and you keep changing through them. So each play, each player, including the murderer, has four of them in front of them. They also have four items in front of them, which then the uh, person trying to get everyone to solve the crime will send people to. Like it might say, you might have a coin or a um one of the op options of things you can have there you can oh, there's so many things could be a leaf or a ladybug or a whatever and then it might say it was on the balcony so they sh you oh, go oh there's the one, two outside yeah, that's things the one that you did where you were the person giving the clues so you're trying to get everyone to without directly looking and you start to eliminate well it there's no way it can be you because you don't have anything that poisons people but also can i and then it gets hard for the murderer if only one person's got all the things i would like that to can say be poison you go oh no yeah go i on. would like to say something there's one car that i cannot look at oh yeah a throat slit I can't look at it. Yeah, you cover that over. Even though it's not graphic or anything, but there's a knife there. 
And it doesn't look nice. So, yeah. I can't look at it. Like Yeah, you cover that one. One game up. I had to switch it. I switched it with someone. And they use that for Yeah, the that was mum. She chose it. Yeah. I don't know why. I was the accomplishment oh, and she was the murderer. So that's what happens is the everyone closes their eyes and the forensic the person giving out the clues gets to look and he says, Okay, murderer, open your eyes and then the murderer picks, And accomplice. If, if there's, there's an accomplice. I don't know. Um they right. get to open their eyes and point to one blue card in there out of their four Not and the one though. of the other cards out of their four. Not the but, accomplice though. But they've got to pick cards that aren't going to make it... Like, if there's only one poison bottle on the whole field of cards, you're not going to point to your poison bottle because then everyone's going to go, oh, look, has to be you because you poisoned. Does that make sense? But you know, then, like you got to choose takes, one that's got lots of options. It takes four clues or yeah. less than that to work out which one of the bottom ones it is. And then if you have a witness, it'll be okay. Witness, uh, murderer, close your eyes. Witness, open your eyes. And They'll point to the two you get people. to point to the two people. You have to have the accomplice in that one. Oh, the accomplice, yeah. So I there's lots of different options and it's fun, but definitely you just stick with the base game to get it started. Um, so the forensic scientist, is uh, he gets uh, a board and it will have... Um, uh, there's six different things and you choose. It could be... Are they seen of locations or whatever? Um, anyway, and you get these little card. bullets, and each each card that you drop a thing on can have a bullet. So, forensic scientists, yeah, forensic scientists get six um, big cardboards. Clues. And he's giving you the clues. Location. Um, Location. Type of, type of murder. And then there's four random ones. Four like clues. And clues. on each of these cards, it might say beach, playground. Um, That's locations. Yeah, beach, playground, bedroom, balcony. bathroom, balcony, park, park, and you actually none of them might suit your card that you're trying to get everyone to guess. But you've just got to try and make it as close as possible. Well, the thing with the one that when I when was you put that out, um, I could, I could, um, the thing that the card that they had was matching sort of like the clues, but. Like, pretty much, you could put on any of them and it would be the exact same. Except it was really difficult to choose. Yeah, it's hard. Isn't just If sometimes it's it's the risk, like, you don't not want to give it away straight away, but you want to make it not too hard and not too easy. Yeah, it's... But then, um, you got to... You never know if it's going to be like, oh, you choose... um. So it's like, if they're fit or if they're weak, that depends on which one you use for the, uh, um, how they kill you. Yeah. Um, that makes it annoying. So, okay, so all that's happening. It's hard to... Okay, then the forensic scientist gets to move across and it might be... You flip over a cut. There's four you'll flip over. Oh, random one and it might be... Um, uh, um, victims build. Victims build, and it'll be big, like... small, tall, lean, no. whatever um, it is. Fit. Yeah, fit, whatever. Um, and looking at the pictures of the murderer and the, their weapon, you're going, oh. First of all, you want to get the people directed to that person, and then you want them to be able to select the two. Anyway, it's quite hard. So the forensic scientist goes through all of them. You have a round. So there's six clues on the board, and you you get to talk. You all have a quick chat to each other, and then 
the forensic scientist removes one of them, the one that he thinks is, or she thinks is giving the least direction, pull that away, flips over the next one, gets to give you all a new clue. Mm. But the ones that that don't have the clues on it, like the ones that have the writing on it, we don't use them. We just use the clues. Yeah, I think we started using them after all this time just recently. Just once, pretty much, and we didn't want to again. I don't really like um, those ones. So, what else was it? And then, when if you think as a player, oh, I know who it was, where it was. Could be first round, could be third round. You get your badge, your investigator badge, you slam it down on the table, and I say, and you say, I think it's you, Patrick, with the mercury and... And the panties. <laughs> the, the panties, for some reason. Why does that one come up? You thought that was funny, didn't you? <laughs> and so, that would be the thing that was around at the room, the thing that... Did it and whatever. Uh, we have we normally can guess the murderer. We don't. We don't normally have too much trouble finding out who the murderer is, but that doesn't matter. It's still fun anyway. Uh, it, um, doesn't matter. Don't like, uh, but most of the game's fine for you. Yeah. What age group do you reckon? Well, this is twelve to fourteen on BGG. Yeah. So it's not. Maybe for the, like those cards are the one. If you look at those, if that game with the cards just as freaky, so I would go between say on there thirteen. Mm. Do you wish you hadn't played it? Uh, nah. So you don't mind playing it, but some of the cards are a bit gruesome. So the game mechanism it's is like fine. Thirteen's probably the best stage. Yeah. For me. So. Yeah, I think. Would you you'd play it again now that you've seen it all? Yeah. You just want a couple of those cards removed to play, mm. and then it's fine because all the other things are okay. Yeah, otherwise I just I pretty much just put my badge on. Like I just put put I asked the person to put their badge covering up that card pretty much. So do you yeah, like the idea of the witness? Um, not really. So or the accomplice. The witness yeah. sees who the accomplice and the murderer are. I don't really like the idea of the accomplice either. Okay. So you just like the, the, the base setting, it keep yeah. it easy, mm. try and find out. Without people trying to direct your way or direct you to. And so with the game you get um, heaps of those cards, probably a hundred or more of those little cards. You get the, the, the six little bullets and they sit on the, the bigger player cards the, for the forensic investigator for when they are giving you the clue. And you can do the clues in any order. Which helps because there might be one that really relates. So you put it on there first and wait till everyone has a bit of a discussion about it and and go from there. Uh, anyway, I think it's good. Dice Tower Seal of Excellence. Um, did you say it was rank sixth overall as a party game? Yeah. So it's rank six. I think it's good. And 169 for the other overall. Yeah, 165. Yeah, that's right. Good remembering already. Uh, so there we go. I think... Oh, we didn't give our rating. What's your rating? Uh, I've said eight on the um, BGG because it is a game that you can pull out with most people. And even if with you or the kids, um, you've just got to pull out a few. But Maybe not too young age if you're putting them all in. Nah, you'd take cards out for younger people. Yeah. Um, I think adults as a as a group can have a, a fun party game. They they can have all the cards in. It doesn't really matter. Mm. Then kids, you know, take out a couple. Of Better than Cluedo, anyway. 
<laughs> uh, I still like Pluto. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't have the bad pictures on it. Yeah. Uh, so eight for me and you? Um, I might go an eight and a half. Eight and a half, yeah. I know you do like this game, don't you? Mm. And just most cards have taken it down a half because you know, we never take them out, so it just gets a bit annoying. It's the accomplice and witness. Okay. We done? Yep. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Flamel Rouge. Flamel Rouge is a game for, for two to four players. It's rated at 7.6. Community two to four. Best four. I have to agree with four. Best with four. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 to 45 minute playing time. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. Um, eight plus, Age eight plus. Community age eight plus. Definitely. Yeah. Family eight. rank. Um, 26, rank overall, 219. That is totally and it's, going to go up. Its weight is 1.70. Now, I, just before we get talking about this game, this game we were only uh, told about just recently and brought along for our little weekend away. Um, and... It's a bike racing game, so it's. What is? What did we? What did you kids decide? Flam Rouge was a call. Was um, red flag. Red flag. Okay, which me and someone else guessed that straight away. Yeah, you did, and then someone said that they thought in the bike race, the last mile or last kilometre, yeah, the they wave a red this. flag or something. Last kilometre. Yeah, because after you guys said what it was probably meant to be, he wanted to go and have a look. Now. And it was right. Uh, actually, this is by Stronghold Games, so a company that have put um, out like Terraforming Mars and Australia and that, and he's mentioned that. Good games. Yeah, yeah, I heard Stephen Bonacore talking about this and saying how much he loves it, and there's more expansions to come apart from the couple oh, um, that are out. The person that owns this said about one of the expansions mm. where it has like um. The track where it goes down to one, like it's a little alleyway thing. Oh, yeah, so the road so, narrows and then... So then you just play a two yeah. and um, no one can get on the other side of you. Now, probably before you get into that, let's just... I'll just read you the little description here off of BGG. So, the excitement is in the air. Um, as the leaders round the last corner and head for the finish line. Each team has used cunning and skill to position their sprinter for this moment, but only one has done enough to pull off the win. Will your team lead from the front and risk exhaustion? Should you play it safe in the middle of the pack? Or could you surprise everyone by striking from the back? Can you time your move perfectly? Anyone can race, but a few can become champions. Um. Flamme Rouge is a fast-paced tactical bicycle racing game where each player controls a team of two riders, a ruler and a sprinter. Sprinter. The player's goal is to be the first across the finish line with one of their riders. And the furthest. The furthest. Players move their riders forward by drawing and playing cards from that rider's specific deck, depleting it as they go. Use slipstreams to avoid exhaustion and position your team for a well-timed sprint to the 
win for the win. So, um, I like last time I played this, I was at the front the whole time taking so much exhaustion. Mm. But then I played on two on that one purposely and played a nine on my other one, on a seven on my other one. Whoa, 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 whoa! First, we should explain what is in the game. So, with the game, you get um, eight bikes. Eight little miniature bikes. What do you reckon about them? Oh, I reckon they're pretty cool. They are cool, aren't imagine, they? Imagine what they would look like if they're painted. So, so two blue, two red, two yellow. But imagine what they would look green. like painted. Yeah, I know. I oh, know two black, not yellow. And yeah, you just, you just want it to be yellow. One has an R on the back, and is um, sitting down a bit on his bike. And one no, has an S, and is standing up a bit more on his bike. Now. And then each to each team takes two of those. Each team then has their own little deck of cards. One deck of R cards for the ruler rider, and one deck of S cards for the sprinter. The R deck has more five, six, seven cards, whereas the sprinter has nine, three nine cards and two cards. And the number of the cards is how many squ- squares you move on this racetrack. So there's I don't know ten different racetracks on the cards that you. They, they, you can line them up. There's hills, which mean you which ride you slowly through so up you can the hill. Move up to five and then going down. So the if hill. you play a nine card out of your deck, it's the wasted you because you can hill, only go five. five. And blue cards, which let you use a two or a three or a four to move five. When I did that, I planned it perfectly up one of the hills. So like I had, I was right in front of it, and then I got up the hill in like two turns. And then was still on the edge of the hill to, yep. play, to play an exhaustion and go five spaces. And then you shot down the hill with your card. So each player has got all that. You see the map. You always pick a spot at the start. Now, to start the game, you take your um, R cards. You shuffle them all up. And there might be 20 cards, say. You have them on the pile on the R side of your little player board. You take the top four and you pick Remember one. Yes. Yeah, but first you've got to start with the No, you've got to choose where you start on the grid. Yeah, once you've chosen that. So you pick the top four cards, and you choose one of those to play. You then choose... You can either shoot off from the pack if you've got a nine in there and race off at the start of the race, or you can just play your lower cards. I like to play my lower cards. The three I, I, I won it the first three times I played, and I did it by doing all the low cards. Later, I thought, I'll do this differently and play some fast cards off the start line. I lost. And I the reason being, if you're the first card, the first bike, taking all that headwind, you have to they, they take an exhaustion, which is a two card that gets put into your deck. So slowly your deck gets full of twos, which aren't good. Well, I, 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 th- I came second when I, I started off first and third, and then someone that had... To, I played it a bit more than me, came first and I was second. But I was at the head of the lead of the pack the whole time. Yep. So I took a lot of exhaustion and there are a couple of hills that I could play them on and get down it. Yeah. With wasting the exhaustion. So I planned that one out pretty well. You did. So because that's what happens is you need to plan, okay, how am I gonna play these cards? So you turn over four cards, you might have let's say on your R deck, you might have Two fives and two sevens that you've just pulled out. Now, what am I going to play? 
Okay, I'll, I'll take a five. So I don't want to sprint away too far. So you tip that card up, um, face down. The rest go under the rest of your deck, face up, so then you know when you get to them. Do the same for the S. So you've got your two cards here. Everyone's selected their two cards. You flip them over. First bike goes first, second bike, third bike. You work your way down. And after you've all moved, if there is a one space on the track between any of them, starting from the back, they slipstream up and they get back onto the back of the pack. So if you have a gap of two, it's bad luck. You're too far back. You can't catch up yeah, the one square. Um, the game that I did, um, they were at the back mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And then they w weren't lucky enough because they, they were two spaces away from one of the other ones. So they didn't quite get slipstream. Yeah, and then they, they end up staying at the back and it's hard to catch up. Mm -hmm. You need to use a nine card to try and catch up if you do that. So you want to use your lowest card possible so that you can stay either on the back of the pack or one behind the pack so that you keep coasting along. And then by the end of the race, you've got your nines or your sevens left and you just go boom, boom, boom and you race down the hill and off to the finish line. But it depends on what track because the tracks are all different. We had one where there was like a hill and then it's like... This snake then it straightened out to the finish line yeah like you go you play a two down the hill move five and then you're just about around the corners play a play five and you're just about in front of the finish line nine and you yeah nine. you want to save your nine for the end because that'll get you further if you're the the lead bike at the start of the last round and you know there's a nine in your deck depending on where you are in your deck and reshuffling it and stuff you know that you'll get it back. Oh, because we didn't Normally mention... you only have four cards there. Yeah, well, it depends how many exhaustion you've taken. But we didn't mention that once you've played that card, it's then discarded for the game. So you choose from the four cards. The three cards you don't choose go back under your deck to be reshuffled when they all mm. come to the point. But that card you've used, psh, gone. So if you use that nine at the start, you don't get it back. I used two nines and then I have one left for the end. Mm. Except I got it the round before, and I had a couple of other cards, so I knew no. And then I got it in the last round. I played yeah. it, and that's how you. Yeah. Well, um, I was I. Whereas the other way, I no, went no. one of the games. I went out fast, and I just was exhausted because all you've got are twos. Because at the start, and to get me right in front of the hill, um, I used a nine, so then you could get that lead with you both. Try and get both of your bikes near each other mm -hmm. and then get them so they can get up like up the hill the next turn yeah because it's hard work going up the hill and there's no slip streaming going up the hill you can only go up to five so you can only go five. five and then at the top of the hill there's normally a downhill and you want to try and get into that what the blue zone of the downhill so you can just play a two you know and burn like, it do you know what i like doing i like trying to get to the bottom of the hill mm. and then stopping there and then playing a two moving five at the top of the hill, you mean? Bottom of the hill. Bottom of the hill. You can't play a two to move five. No, 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 no. When you get, when you're like the last square of the hill, mm. um, oh. I like to play a nice two, go five, mm. and you've gone through a couple of space. You've gone through more than you would um, otherwise if you, were, if you were on the top of the at the top of the downhill. Now, um, so so that's fun and.
you uh, the, the the one piece of strategy I would say is go slow at the start and get rid of all your twos and threes depending on the race and try and you could you could play your two cards so that you're always one away from each other and then you'll so always true. be slipstreaming yourself. Doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. But because the track is only two cars two two hey. bikes wide just hold on. Just because the track's only two bike two bikes wide, you get blocked up. So if they've all gone there, that's full, they come back behind. And the next thing, by the time you've had your turn, you could be nowhere near where you thought you were gonna be just because it's all blocked up. Um but also Mm-hmm. With with the expansion that I said, you can get the mm. one lane. Yeah, the one that lane. That person said you can also get three lanes. Yeah, and then it spreads out wider and then comes closer and there's cobblestone. And, and, and then it comes, no, you're in a three one and then you come straight into a one. Well, I don't know. You want to be in the lead there. But you know what? You could make these tracks up yourself at home. You could be oh. make, working on making these tracks now. They oh, don't even have to be tracks. You could actually draw them on a bit of paper. Why don't we buy the game? Because it costs a lot of money still, well, <laughs> but we—it is a game we would play lots. I could just draw up a track, take it to where we're going to play it next, pop yeah. it down on the table, and you can use that. Yeah, you need the cards, but because uh, all our family are into bike racing, this would be a massive hit, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, I like bike. Biking. The problem we had is it was only four players because we don't have the expansion. The expansion takes it out to five or six players. I'm not sure. Now, no, with a lot of expansions, they normally make the game slower. But I don't really think two extra people in this game would really slow it down very much. No, it's it's really fast, no matter what. You just have one person moving all of the bikes. All the bikes. So you say Basically, three for my red R. All right, so you go... Blue, um, green. Uh, blue, blue S. This is how it started. So I started off one of them moving in it. And I called out the numbers. And like, say it was green um, S. Mm-hmm. And then they would say, just say a random, choose a random number that you can get. Yeah, six, whatever. Can't get a six. Yeah, six. and so and then you move nine, it. You move at nine at the end of the race. You say the number, and then you move at that many spaces. Yeah, so spaces for you. it all happens a lot quicker than what you're mm-hmm. saying it. So, bang, 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 bang. You're all moved. Okay, next round. Draw your cards. Three flash. fours. Oh yeah, take your slip take your exhaustion cards. Slipstream. After your slipstream. And then anyone, if you've dropped off the back of the pack, if you're two squares behind anyone, exhaustion. you also get an exhaustion because it's hard work pedaling on your own. Or even if someone or if someone else is with you but you're still at the front of the pack, it's like, oh no, like, we're getting tired. Like when you're trying to get a fastest time in um something. Um, it, you if there's other people doing it around you, you get it better. Like you, you try and beat them with it. Yeah. Uh, so so this game is very thematic. It works exactly like those um, bike races do. Uh, you can also get the app, which then can turn it into like a six race um, overall tour. You could turn it into a tour as such. It's like that. Um, Formula One car game we've mm. got where we race and yeah, you can yeah. turn that into a season. This one you can turn into a season. Aren't there like 16 races in a season? Of Grand Prix, there's yeah. like 21, I think. But anyway, so whereas this this bike game, there's no real take that. Whereas the, the car racing games we have are, oh, you're going to spin out or I send you to the back of the grid. I rather... This is... There's none of that. It's only positive... 
whether you come with me or not, if the it's formula, up to you. If the Formula One race one was like this, because mm. that has a lot of players in it, mm-hmm. if it was pretty much this, mm-hmm. there's a track, full track, because in the one that we have, there isn't a full track. Mm. And also, you can't, like, shove people off. And it isn't a deck where you can draw anyone's cards and make another team move plus two or something. Yeah. It, it's a bit better that you move your own the whole time you know you can't spin off and stuff. If it's like this, it would be great. It would be... Take that away. Yeah. Take this. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be. Um, but you don't need to because you have this game. And but, this game is good. The components are all good. Mm. Cards are good. Pictures yeah. are awesome because they're oh. like an old... They're, they're, they're drawn in like the... As in looking at it like from the old time, 40s mm. or 20s or who knows when. I can't remember and it's colourful enough. It's like a caricature of each racer. So, I don't really see too many cons of this game, but whether after you've played it lots of times, you maybe get sick of it. But the thing is, we played it five times. Um, you played it five times? Yeah, and we keep wanting to play it. <sighs> One night we even thought, well, we'll give it a go to player because everyone else had gone to bed. Anyway, soon it was out. Next thing, we had four players. People had gone from going to bed to let's play. And that was at like 11 o'clock at Wasn't night. Wasn't that one game where, like, it was pretty much bedtime, but I am like, yeah, I yeah. want to play. I want to play. I want to play. You I did. Play, I ended up playing. So, anyway, now that's only given se- 7.6. I'm going to give this... Um, we haven't ranked it yet because I've got to upload all those things. Um, I'm going to rank this definitely with a 9. I really enjoy this game. Um, great components. Fun play. You can see how it's not going to slow down much with the expansion. Uh, and there's two expansions. One that takes it to more players. One that takes the different terrain. And I think there's another one coming. So that's my perspective. And ten. for Patrick, 10. Yes, I'm not surprised. Um... A fun racing game without a take that. I mean, that's everything you would want. If the Formula One was like this, it would be pretty much. But it's not, dead. so you have to stick riding your bike. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, this is a definite recommendation for us, and hey, it's like this your, would be in the top ten for me. This is sort of like your, um, Alan. Oh, the old car racing yeah, game. Yeah, it's I've got. basically like that. Similar. It's not. Yeah, it's similar. It's similar. So if you like racing games or just fun relax card not, games, not taking that yeah. games. Can't recommend Definitely this one like enough. It. This this will be sitting up in our top for a while. Mm-hmm. Alright. Anything else we need to add on with that? No. So, as you can tell, we're pretty excited about that game, not to show our bias. Hopefully you enjoy your Easter as well. Oh, yeah, that's gone. That's already been. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, now we did get to play Starfinder. Now, we only have one game left of that, I think, in this series of five. You took a fair bit of hit damage in the last one. I only... I almost had no hit points left. I was like two off it. Yeah, but you were fine. You you were down on the ground. And like what was I saying to you in Lord of the Rings last night, keep your wizard or your magician safe 
and they'll be able to keep reviving you and bringing you back. That totally doesn't have any in the Lord of the Rings. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but so if you always, if you go, my job's just going to be to protect the sorcerer or the magician or the whatever you have in your group to keep you safe. You're going to always be fine. I don't think Starfinder, it's a magician. I think it's a healer. Yeah, or the healer. But if you, so if your job, you go, I'm going to keep her safe. You know that. If you work as a team with her, you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm always going to be safe because the healer will always bring me back. Unless the healer gets taken out, then it could be a problem. Anyway, so that's been something you've found hard to deal with. like It's been frustrating. Get frustrating? That's why I don't like getting spun out in that Formula 1 game and stuff like that. Because if you get spun out and stuff like that, you might as well just jump out you pretty much just leave the game no yeah but but sometimes that's fun like so in our starfinder we were battling this um sandworm thing skibara yeah something like and it came out of the ground boom and then it exploded on you no it did this um special sonic thing yeah and it hit you and you you took massive damage. damage fell to the ground so you're prone or you're prone or whatever and like, you're laying I, on the ground i ran out of stamina points before that so then i took like 20 like nine damage after that but then you're like no <laughs> but did it matter you were actually fine because you got healed up at the end and one thing you need to um be able to learn to deal with i guess when we're talking about these games is okay my character's ill i'm down on the ground I'm just going to have to rest or whatever or wait. You get back up and then you might get knocked back down again. Um, and maybe think about, oh, if my character was to be taken out, what sort of a character would I want to be again? Yeah, I'm not thinking about that. Why? I don't know. No, but you know it's always a possibility of a game that your character gets taken out. Those sort of games aren't about you having a character forever. They're about, you build a character, you play a character, that character goes, you get a new one. In Gloomhaven, now, we play the Tinkerer. We're going to have the Tinkerer for ages, but eventually that Tinkerer's going to go. Yeah, and then you get a new mission. one. Yeah, but it's gone. So you're, you're completing the mission. Throw it in the bin. But you're completing the mission with this each time. So, one day I might have to get my android, and it might be like, You've got to take this thing into the black hole. So you're like, I'll have to just take this thing and fly off into the black hole and you'll never see me ever again. And then, boom, you're back at Absalom Station and there's a new character that you're going to join up with. And it'll be one that I get to make a new one. I like my character that I made. It's, sometimes you get... It took me a long time to think up of this, so... Yeah. We'll probably, we probably won't get to play for a little bit trying to think of a new character. Well, no, you'd still be able to do it. Remember, the idea isn't that your character gets killed off. It's just that it could be. And if it is, you go, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Am I going to go, oh, no, I don't like this? Or are you going to go, oh, that sucked. Let's make a new one. The new one's going to be better and stronger. Yeah, I don't you might come back as a magician, so that, or as a healer, because you might go, oh, that's the character I want to yeah, play. Yeah, I don't think you'll be any stronger than this one. 
had like a 16th strength. Yeah, it was pretty strong, but it's still laying on the ground. And he was really old. (laughs) Anyway, so that's been fun and um, just thought we should discuss that and how at your age, new into these games, you're trying to learn, oh, how do I deal with this? And the other game we didn't get to play when we were away uh, just recently that we've played before was Hero Kids. Oh, yeah. Remember I bought a few of those little mm. games and uh, Mika and um, our friends, or all younger than you, absolutely loved it. And I think it's a game that you should be running that so but that you, you can learn. Get, you only get three hit points. Yeah, but it's only three hit points, but you don't really get hit as much. But it's pretty quick to lose that. Yeah. But, oh, no, you yeah. can get hit pretty easily. You can do. Um, but that's not good, taking all that damage quickly. But what did you think of the Hero Kids game that we played? Uh, I thought it was, um, it's pretty good, but it's the damage taking things a bit, because you you can only take three. Yeah, but then you don't die. Your Mm. character never dies in that one, ever. You just take the three damage and then you're laying down on the ground and the others will finish the battle for you. It's knocked out, but... It's better that it's knocked out. Yeah, it's only knocked out. But I did like that we put the little um, M&Ms on there. So when I got to take a hit point from you, I gobbled down the M&M. And we would get angry. Well, when the monster got taken out. You would give us an M&M. So you would give us one if we took... So if we take out a damage from it, you give us... Well, those ones only took one damage, so that's one M&M. Mm. But then the ones that have more damage, each time we damage it, you should give us an M&M for that. Do you think you would run the the Hero Kids? Do you, would you rather play it or run it? Mm. We could always take turns at playing it and run it. Yeah. Running it. I really think that's a good step for you to take, is to try running that. Cause, and, especially because I'm making my own one. Yeah, you're trying to make your own game. And that also it's, leads it's into... It's coming along pretty quick. We did just start playing the beginner box of um, Legend of the Five Rings RPG. It was a lot less damage. We haven't done any battles in that game. No, because the first game, it's actually your sort of a game, it's um, you go to a Topaz Championship and you're battling. But first you had, oh, you can't give away any spoilers, but things might happen and it teaches you the rules as you go along. And every time you see someone that's below you, they go... Oh, you do that, whatever you were doing the other day. Oh, we, above me. Whatever's above the person yeah, like that you meet. Patrick's son or Patrick uh, <laughs> Summer. It was funny how you were going. Um, what were you saying again the other day? Oh, a thousand pardons for <laughs> your, my honourable samurai. Because <laughs> you guys are the samurai. It was, it was getting really annoying after all that. Oh, well, that was my character. Well, anyway, yeah. so did you enjoy those few um, little yeah. scenes we played of that? Yeah. It's so, a lot less um, damage taking. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's only so far. It will get more. I've got to toughen you up to take more damage. All right. Okay, so we've talked about like, but 10 you different things. start off with a fair bit of damage you can take. Yeah. Yeah, and because that's got a different mechanism of the way you roll the dice. But Hero Kids, I think next time we all get together with our friends, you should finish running that that um we didn't even scenario. finish that one right? no but that's why i think you should finish it the last couple of rooms okay we okay can always take turns with those ones uh, anything else we need to talk about um this has been dropping out a little bit on here i've had a few dropouts come up so 
I'm not sure how this sound is. I don't know why. We turned the computer on and it's been a pain today. Right, so oh, nothing else to add. Nothing else to add? Okay. Email Do you want to take... Yeah? BGB at... No. Board... That's Twitter. You're mixing it up. <laughs> Email. They're in the show notes anyway. Boardgamebasicspodcast oh, okay. at outlook.com. Oh, really? um, I really need to get that email from And myself. the Twitter handles all in the show notes at BGB. Um... Yeah, you weren't feeling well yesterday. We were meant to do this yesterday, so you're still not a hundred percent today, are you? Probably be probably a lot better than yesterday. I just started feeling better all of a sudden later, right. like later at the night and stuff. Okay, so emails. But we watched the Lord of the Rings, so we had to stay in. Oh yeah, you wanted to watch Lord of the Rings, so we hired it. Mika didn't. Mika being she was screaming eight, at us. She wasn't so happy watching. That. We're I, like, close your eyes, it. close your eyes, and she went. She I found went, it pretty fine. Except for the, the arrows in the body or something. Uh, that, was the, <laughs> that was the creepiest part. Okay. They they kept going. They kept fighting the whole time. No that's what. that's what it is. I guess he gets to make a new character. Spoiler. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you know what else was there? Gameology. Oh, hosting for this episode is provided by Gameology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. Yep, thank thanks you. Thanks a lot, Gameology. And thanks to everyone for listening. Have we got any orders from Gameology recently? Um, well, we did get some just before we went. We got Spectre Ops, and um, I got some. Uh, oh, I love Arkham Spectre Horror Ops. card games. Yeah, I yeah, really want to be the agent because you get that really cool map. We'll have to talk about that sometime. All right. So that's bye from me. And bye from me. Well, we went over. Oops. How long? That's because we haven't done it for a while. How long have we done it for? It's been going for 50 minutes, unfortunately. Is that Kickstarter episode? I know, sorry. It's, nah, that's okay. Well, Deception, you love, and you were talking about that, and there's a little bit to talk about there Flamel that's fun. And well. Flamme Rouge. Flamme. Flamme Rouge is fun. Plus, you, we had those other little bits to talk about. Anyway, it's gone way too long. Um, give us your jokes. Why can't a bicycle stand up by itself? Why can't a basketball stand it's up bi- by it? Bicycle. Bicycle? Um, I don't know. This is good that you've got a bicycle one. We've just done Flamme yeah. Rouge. Uh, why can't a bicycle stand by itself? I don't know. Because it's too tired. <laughs> yes, and, okay, um, pay the why one. do bees have sticky hair? Because it's honey? No, because they use honeycombs. 